employment and industrial laws in terms and conditions of employment. Do you know that the terms and conditions of employment are required to form the basis of the relationship between employers and employees? Employers are required to formulate these terms and conditions so that the employees get to know in advance their rights and responsibilities while at work. The EA 1955 state that The terms are to provide benefits that are more favorable to the employees. If the terms are less favorable than those provided for in the EA 1955 or any regulations, then the more favorable provisions of this Act or any other regulations shall be substituted thereof. Section 7A provides that nothing shall prevent an employer and employee from agreeing to any term or condition of service which are more favorable to the employee than the provisions of this Act or any other regulations. Terms not contained in the Employment Act 1955. According to Section 7B of the Employment Act, nothing therein shall be construed as preventing the insertion of terms and conditions as mutually agreed upon by the employer and employee. Such terms can be contained in the contract of service or other collective agreements. In other words, this means that terms and conditions apart from those provided for in the EA 1955 can be discussed by the employer and employee. Presently, there are many matters such as allowances and additional benefits not stated in the Act that are given to the workers. Such terms can be claimed in the courts if the employers do not honor them even though they are not provided for the in the Act. Therefore, it is necessary for the employee to know methods to employ in specific situations. Employment and Industrial Laws in Terms and Conditions of Employment Utilization of Collective Agreement Contract or Service and Employment Act 1955 Section 17.1 of the Industrial Relations Act 1967 is a mandatory provision. This section provides for the following methods. Provision, a collective agreement which has been taken cognizance by the court shall be deemed to be an award and shall be binding on the parties to the agreement including in any case where a party is a trade union of employees All members of the trade union to whom the agreement relates and their successors, assignees or transferees, and all workmen who are employed or subsequently employed in the undertaking or part of the undertaking to which the agreement relates. Therefore, a, a collective agreement that has been entered into by the employer and employee is binding on the employer, the workers' trade union and all workers. However, if the contents of the collective agreement are of no benefit to the workers, the term already found in the Employment Act 1955 can be used. This was decided in the case of Palmax Industries, Sandirian Berhad and S. Pubalan. Similarly, if the contents of the collective agreement do not state the elementary terms contained in the Act, then such terms in the Act shall be used, apart from the rules and regulations that are being made by the employers from time to time The contract of service can also exist jointly with the collective agreements made between the employers and workers' trade union. Therefore, in conclusion, the terms and conditions of employment do not only exist in a contract of service. 
but then can be combined with the terms such as Individual Contract of Service, Collective Agreement and Employment Act 1955. The difference between terms and conditions of employment Term in a contract of service is the product of the decision reached between the employer and employee. When a person is offered a work in a place, matters related to wages, characteristic of work, annual leave and hours of work shall be discussed with the employer. The product of this discussion becomes the terms in a contract of service concerned. Basically, the terms of a contract of service shall include important aspects such as bonus, wages, working hours, overtime work, holiday benefits, procedure of termination and dismissal from employment. Any breach of the term by the employee enables the employer to terminate the contract of service. Alternatively, any breach of the term by the employer enables the employee to consider that he has been dismissed constructively. Condition is an instruction that is given by the employer to the employee from time to time. Division of terms. Terms can be divided as implied and expressed. Implied consists for the employer and for the employee. As for expressed consists of pecuniary and non-pecuniary. What is implied terms? An implied term is deemed to exist in law even though it is not expressed in any agreement or contract of service. There are several implied terms that have been identified as used in a contract of service. Though they are not stated in a contract of service, the terms shall bind both the employers and employees. Such terms are implied terms for employers, implied terms for employees, the employee also required to divulge confidential information as regards the employer at times, and the employee has to do the work assigned with full care and caution. Express terms Express terms are terms that are stated clearly in the contract of service. These are divided into pecuniary terms, terms that are financial in nature and non-pecuniary terms, terms that are non-financial in nature.